While much of the world is experiencing severe economic pain because of the soaring cost of oil and other commodities, for countries like Papua New Guinea, there is a distinct positive coming from it. PNG's economy has been in turmoil for years, largely because of a slump in its return on commodities like liquefied natural gas. Don Wiseman spoke with Australian National University development economist Stephen House, who told him better returns are now expected and the government is already making plans. PNG is a commodity exporter and if the price of what you're exporting goes up, uh, that's got to be good for the country. And as you said, oil prices have gone up, they're at a sort of 10-year high, but PNG also exports copper and gold and they're at a 25-year high. So, you know, from that point of view, uh, it is a good environment for PNG as a resource exporter, but it's not that simple. It will take time. I mean, obviously the companies that are exporting those materials are going to benefit, but they are largely foreign multinationals. So if we look at the benefits to PNG, they will come from the taxes, corporate taxes that are imposed on those companies. And you know, the PNG government does have some minority equity stakes and, of course, does own uh, Octeti as well. So those are the mechanisms by which the PNG economy more broadly will benefit. Uh, and it will take some time for those benefits to come through, you know, for dividends to be paid to the government and, and even longer for those tax. There's often a lag of one year on, on corporate taxes in relation to, to profits. So I think the way to look at it is that it will be a benefit for PNG, but it's it's not going to be immediate. And in the, in the immediate, in the very short term, you know, we are seeing some pain. Yes, well, the country has been in a lot of economic trouble for some time, hasn't it? That's right. So it's inherited a sort of stagnant uh, economy ever since the end of the PNG LNG construction. It's the, the economy's been struggling, and in the immediate term, oil, oil prices have gone up. So motorists having to pay more uh, for petrol at, at the petrol pump. And the other problem they've got is the shortage of foreign exchange. And even though they they are exporting oil, they have to pay for the oil they use uh, in dollars. And because of the shortage of foreign exchange, and, and now if the oil price has gone up, that sort of made that that foreign exchange shortage more acute. Uh, so there definitely is some uh, some short-term pain that the, the economy is going through as a result of these, uh, especially the higher oil prices. And the government has actually announced a cut, in fact, uh, actually a, um, a waiver of its uh, GST, you know, or value-added tax, uh, on sort of basic commodities, uh, including petrol, but also some sort of basic food items uh, for a six-month period. I think that's meant to start actually this month or, or in the coming month and, and, and go for six months uh, to provide some, some relief to consumers. And what will that do to government coffers? Well, you see, because they are expecting, you know, and rightly so, they are expecting a boost from the higher commodity prices to flow back into government, uh, A, through dividends, and B, through higher tax proceeds. So I think, you know, this this particular adjustment is affordable, but, you know, as, as you've intimated, there, there are a number of underlying economic and fiscal issues, partly due to COVID. Uh, the government is running a very high deficit. So you'd hope from PNG's point of view, uh, it'll actually be good if these higher prices remain, then consumers can get used to those high, they'll have to get used to the higher prices. Now, the GST waiver will be temporary, but there'll be longer term gains from those those higher resource prices. Uh, if the resource prices fall again, well, then it's, a, it's kind of a short term short term problem, but also a short term gain. And the, the underlying problems uh, of the economy will, will be very, very, very pressing. We'll put it this way. To solve the underlying fiscal problems, you, you'll need to have uh, very high prices for, for a very long time.
eight or nine years ago when the ExxonMobil scheme was coming on and commodity prices were high, the country was talking about annual growth rates of 14 to 15% and this sort of thing. And there was a splurge on spending and big roads being put in and Port Moresby and this sort of thing. Do you think there's a danger that if there's another lift here now that the government might throw money at things that perhaps they shouldn't be? So it's a very different situation to the one that you, you accurately described sort of around 2012, where there, there was a boom and definitely the government got carried away and became overconfident. And so even though there was a boom, they started borrowing against this idea that the boom was going to continue and they could bring forward the benefits. Uh, yeah, that really backfired when the, uh, the LNG project, when it actually went into production, didn't generate the tax revenues for government that were expected. I mean, and we can discuss why why that is. But ever since then, the economy has been suffering and the government has had the additional burden of having to, to, to pay back those loans that were taken out during the boom period. So right now, I think the difference is, I mean, the government then was using up the fiscal capacity it had because it was in a boom, whereas now the government's used up all that capacity. I mean, they are running record levels of deficits. So there's simply no room to further stimulate the economy at this stage. Why wasn't there such a good return from the ExxonMobil deal? Yeah, that is a, that's a great question. And it's one that's been researched uh, quite a lot. There was some modelling done that definitely predicted very high returns. But when you look at that modelling uh, in hindsight, I think it, it underestimated the costs of the project. There, there was a cost blowout. And so that meant that the profits weren't as high as expected, and therefore the revenue to government not as high as expected. And then there was some bad luck just when the project was coming into production, uh, oil prices fell. Uh, that was in, in 2014, 2015. And since the gas price is linked to the oil price, uh, that also uh, depressed profits. So I think those are two reasons. Third one is the way the, the tax is structured is that, first of all, the companies get to, to write off their costs first before they start paying uh, a lot of tax. I mean, that's fairly common, but, you know, it's definitely one of the things uh, the PNG government's now trying to rectify in future projects so that more of the tax is brought forward. And I'd say the final factor was that, you know, this was the first big LNG project. And I think the government gave the project to the sponsors, you know, Exxon and Search, on, on pretty favorable terms. Uh, it didn't have a lot of negotiating power. And the lack of return to date uh, reflects that as well.